listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, Zach, we are here. We are in championship week. Fantasy Football Championship Championship Week. Congratulations if you have made it to your championship. The job is not finished. Right. Okay, you probably made it. You might have won a little bit of prize money for being second place, but you will not be second place. Okay, we're not here for that. We're here for first place. We're going for it all. Okay, don't mess around. This is our waiver wire show for week 17, our final waiver wire show for this season which is crazy to say 17 weeks of this now, Zach. Yeah. Um, it's been fun, but w- the job is not done. Yeah. I I'm, I'm in the championship in, in one of our leagues together. The, the only league that matters. Uh, name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that should be fun. I was already trash talking with the other guy uh, in the championship round uh, yeah. this morning. Cause he does listen to the podcast and, you know, just so you guys know, um, a lot of the information in this podcast will be incorrect and wrong just to throw him off just a little bit. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. So listen for uh, we, subliminal messaging yeah. during yeah, the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we have a lot to talk about, uh, you know, this week, there's a lot of guys you can pick up, uh, you know, and potentially put in your lineup, you know, obviously, you know, I, I hear the argument all the time, like, Oh, if you're playing this guy in the playoffs, you're going to lose. Like, listen, there's a lot of turnover, right? Like people are plugging people in and you get a win, you know, you move on and you still kind of got, you might have some holes on your roster, even in yeah. championship week, it happens injuries. And, you know, there's a lot of things that can happen. And if you've been streaming properly, if you've been picking guys up and throwing them in and you've been doing it properly, like you probably have a good chance of winning regardless if you don't have your studs, right? Yeah. Like it, anything can happen any, any given week. So sometimes the worst teams are in the championship and this, in this case, it's not the case. <laughs> the, the, the the two best teams, of course, of course, yes, <laughs> of course, have made it to the championship. But uh, you know, we're gonna still need uh to pick up some players on the waiver wire this week, and you know, let's 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 get it popping. You know, if you're not starting anybody, if you, whoever you're not starting, just drop them. You know, and pick up a bunch of these guys. Right, right, yeah. Uh, let's talk about last night's game real quick, though, dude. Boring. Austin Eckler, <laughs> yeah, boring, boring game for sure. Yeah. But Austin Eckler came through. Yep, two big touchdowns. You probably needed a little bit of that if you had Eckler because he's probably a big part of why your team, you know, is in the playoffs. And two big touchdowns. That's awesome. Keenan yeah. Allen came through with 20 PPR points without even scoring. Mm-hmm. 11 for 104. Since coming back from injury in week 11, Keenan Allen is the PPR wide receiver six. And in his last three games, he's averaging 10 catches for 94 yards. Um, yeah. So he had 14 targets in this game. That accounted for 45% of Justin Herbert's targets. Um, and we mentioned that this might be the case because they were missing Kenny Moore. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Keenan Allen, you know, he didn't help you early on, but he's helping you punch tickets to the fantasy championship. Yeah, and he's showing you what you missed out on all season. <laughs> you know, he's just a PPR machine. He's not going to be fantastic for non-PPR, but in PPR, which I imagine like is like a new standard scoring at this point. Um, he's been fantastic, nothing short of fantastic. In a game where Justin Herbert puts up six fantasy points, doesn't throw a touchdown, you know, he only, th- only throws for 235 yards, 45% target share, and over 100 yards receiving. Like Keenan Allen's the guy, you know, in this Chargers passing attack. And Justin Herbert dials into him anytime he's on the field. So it's great to see him back and doing his thing. This is pretty much what we expected all season. 
his ceiling is there if he can score. He hasn't done a whole lot of that, but the floor has been so fantastic, you know, like you said, with the target share going his way. And he catches a lot of the passes. It's not like he's getting a bunch of targets and catching four or five of them. He's catching double digit pretty much every week. So Keenan Allen, he was excellent last night. He seems to be the safest wide receiver by far uh, of the guys on the Chargers. Mike Williams, he had a semi-okay game. You know, it could have been better. Uh, we didn't see much of the scoring, like I said, last night. Um, I was expecting a bigger game overall. But um, at least he was able to get a couple targets and, you know, salvage his day. And Josh Palmer, he kind of just didn't do a whole lot. But that makes no. sense when Keenan Allen has 14 targets, you know, and Justin Herbert doesn't throw any touchdowns. So, overall, those are the takeaways. Austin Eckler and Keenan Allen got it done. But Keenan Allen especially, you know, he's been fantastic since he came back. Gerald Everett, big fat zero for you <laughs> yeah. in your semifinals. Uh, you know, he's had a solid floor, like, all season long. He didn't show his ceiling much. Yeah. The floor was there every single week, except when it mattered most. <laughs> so I can yeah. totally see, you know, some people depending on Gerald Everett last night just to get him, get them, you know, a few points, maybe five or six PPR points to win it for them. Zero. I could imagine that happening. I actually had that happen to me in another league. Uh, I was in a consolation bracket in this league, and it didn't matter. I had one out of the toilet bowl in that league, but I had Gerald <laughs> Everett and Nick Foles. They needed to combine for three points. Oh, my um, God. Nick Foles finished with negative points, and Gerald Everett had zero. So it didn't matter, but I'm sure there are some horror stories out there about moving on to the championship and people relying on Nick Foles and Gerald Everett, and it just didn't come through for them. So, you know, if that happened to you, I'm feeling for you tonight and today. I mean. Oh, my God. That's terrible, man. I started Nick Foles in a two-quarterback league. Yeah, I did too. That, that didn't work out, that didn't work out <laughs> no. so well. No, he didn't look all, like but... the Nick Foles that we knew. It, it was pretty no. bad. No, <laughs> three interceptions. This offense couldn't get anything going at all. No. No. Um, Zach Moss was the answer, by the way. You know, if you were trying to decide between him and Deion Jackson, right? Zach Moss was the answer, kind of what we expected. Um, I think he's still a flex play next week, you know, because we know that he's the guy in the backfield. He's pretty much playing a role on early downs, on passing downs, short yardage, you know. So he's in play once again against the Giants next week, even though, you know, he didn't have a good fantasy day last night. And this offense did not look good at all. But, you know, th this could be a closer game than you think against the Giants next week. And, you know, he's still in play in the flex. Uh, you know, he yeah. was our, I think he was like our RB28 or something like that. He was like a mid-RB3, yep. something like that, going into this week. So I'm glad we weren't too high on him. Uh, but going into next week, you know, somewhere around RB30, RB31, something like that. Yeah. I mean, you you look at the offense he's on. We weren't expecting humongous things from him anyway. I think this is kind of what I envisioned. And we talked about that, you know, obviously with the ranking. But um, the workload was there. It's not like he's splitting very much at all with Deion Jackson. You know, he's yeah. obviously the guy in the backfield. So that's a good thing. You know, if you picked him up on the waivers, even though he didn't put out a, a ton of points this week, he could definitely do some things next week. You know, obviously they were playing from behind pretty much the whole time. The offense couldn't get anything going. I don't imagine we see Nick Foles under center again. I mean, maybe they make another change unless other quarterbacks aren't healthy. Um, but Zach Moss, I'm okay starting as a flex, like you said, too, because of that workload being there. Uh, I think he would have had a lot more carries if they weren't just playing from behind. They were in a negative game script all game. I have no idea what the, what the Colts are going to do at quarterback next week. No <laughs> Does idea. Does it matter? Like, I mean, at this point, they're just trying to like make it through the season. <laughs> you can't bring in Matt Ryan back because they basically said that Nick Foles is going to start the rest of the way. Yeah. Right. Like I, I don't know what they do. Nick I'm Foles guessing is terrible. Foles is the quarterback. He was so, <laughs> so bad. He was so yeah. bad. I mean, I would go back to Matt Ryan just to be semi-competitive. At least uh, he gave them a 33-point lead, <laughs> and then they were yeah. 
they went away from him, obviously, um, in the second half of that game against the Vikings last week. But I've thought the entire time that Matt Ryan gives him the best chance to win. I don't think they're a good team right now anyway. They need to answer questions at quarterback, but it's not like that's going to be addressed this season. So at this point, I would just put Matt Ryan back in. You know, you, you paid him. Uh, that's that, that contract that he got. Um, he's on your team for the rest of this this season. You don't have to deal with him next season if you don't want to. Um, for the fantasy, for the sake of fantasy football, I hope the Colts uh, coaches are listening to this. Just please put Matt Ryan back in, <laughs> so we Agreed. can have some fantasy relevance. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, but the past game did not look good. You know, Michael no. Pittman. You know, I guess still in play as a wide receiver three, maybe a low end wide receiver three if Nick Foles is is, is starting. But I would not be confident in that next week 2400 sports is an odyssey company 